listening to You're listening to Bunny Radio to the home away show it is your boy Tatengala who has been absent but my goodness has been missing this world and we welcome our listeners my brother Cooley's in the building putting on the final touches on a few things to make sure that you hear us loud and clear shout out to my brother Cooley who plays not only the the host of the show the producer of the show the cleaning department when things are dirty in the studio my goodness we love him ladies and gentlemen give a big round of applause for the man the myth the legend yeah i know my coolie what's up yeah 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 how are you doing my brother it's been a while man it's been a while i've been missing it yeah somebody made a rumor say that was kidnapped it's alive man i'm still here baby um no man it's beautiful to be back man it's beautiful to be back brother how you been i've been doing good brother i've been doing good and uh you know things have been going on so many things have been going on but it's just been a pleasure that um we still have the good health the good lord has given us and uh, we, we, we can't ask for more than that. So, uh, the yeah. ladies and gentlemen, the song that we came in with is actually a national anthem of South Africa. And yeah. because the show, we're going to be talking to Rudy Mbele, who is Africa diaspora out here in New York. And uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of things when it comes to the land. What Tucker Carlson yes. and Fox News, he call it the land grabbing. From land the grabbing. They shouldn't be talking about grabbing when we know what 45 said and about <laughs> what he likes to grab. But anyways, um, so welcome you didn't to the just show. say that. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even use the words, if you notice. Today is <laughs> September 2nd. It is a new month. It is a new season worldwide. I know in South Africa they are celebrating spring. And I always laugh because I'm like, you didn't even get snow. How are you so excited about spring? It's been nice, but 
Um, change of seasons, and you know my belief about change of seasons. It means that a new beginning, something old is now past, and something new is coming about, which means new challenges. Mm. But very excited to have William Bella on the show today, a very intellectual brother who's going to share um, some knowledge with us and uh, answer some questions that even we might have. Mm. Um, so please make sure that uh, if you do have some questions, uh, go on to Umbanyu Radio on our Instagram, Home Away Show on um, Facebook. Hit us up. Let us know what's on your mind. But today's September 2nd. It is Labor Day. So happy Labor Day weekend. Kids are going back to school, Bantu. Ish. I'm mm. telling you, mm. America, we're loving it. Uh, you know, Kuli, when I moved here, I couldn't believe. It felt like we get three months off school in the summertime. But it's actually not true. It just looks like it's three months, but it's not a full three months. Uh, but the kids do get quite a bit of time to uh, to relax and uh, get ready for, for studying a new year at school. But um, I think Kuli would be wrong if, you know, especially I, I haven't been uh, live on air with our listeners. If we didn't acknowledge two great losses, um, even myself as somebody who's of uh, the African diaspora nation, uh, I've known Aretha Franklin since I was uh, a youngin in South Africa, since yeah. before I could speak Queen of English. Soul. Uh, Queen of yeah, Soul. The Queen of Soul. So rest in in style, rest in, in, in dopeness, rest in red heel pumps. Rest in peace, Queen of Soul. We thank you for teaching us respect. If there's one word everybody can spell in the world, it's respect. Because yeah. Aretha Franklin told us how to do it. <laughs> Funny you saying say that. Respect say my name. <laughs> Put some respect on my name. And then, um, of course, John McCain. Um, you know, politics aside, um, if there's one moment that stands out is when he corrected a lady who was speaking ill of President Obama. And John McCain won me over that day when he shut the lady down and said, uh, oh, President Obama is a decent man, a family man. So rest in peace uh, to the prisoner of war, a man who was a family man who made mistakes. That's what I love about John McCain. He made mistakes in his family, in his professional life, and he owned up to them. So uh, big shout out to him and everything he did. Bless the McCain family as a whole, not just one daughter. He has other children from prior marriages. Mm -hmm. So we say rest in peace. He has to those a black people. child too, just to note that. I don't is know it a, it, yeah. No, it's not a blessing. So this is where some people. I think it's it, the, the child is from Cambodia, if I'm not mistaken. I she, know it's it's a non-Caucasian yeah, child. She's black. <laughs> she's black. We claiming that she's black. Beautiful. You saw the well, lady. You saw the kid. You know? You, have you ever seen? I've her? seen pictures. You yeah. know, I've seen pictures. Yeah. Well, she does have that Indian hair, but I think she's black. Well, we'll say black. But anyways, yeah. rest in peace. Rest in peace to them. And, and also in South Africa, there were, there were some great losses uh, recently as well. But we'll be talking more so about land recently. But, you know, as 2018 keeps steaming on, coolly, uh, you know, there are new babies being born. But also we are losing legends, Vet. You know, I'm excited to have Brother Mbele in the house today because we need to soak up some of this wisdom because our elders will not be here forever. Uh, she someday. They're going to leave. And if they didn't leave us behind with wisdom for us to carry on and teach it to our children, then we are doomed. So uh, buckle up. The show is going to be a good one today. We're going to hear some good words. We're going to share some good laughter. Yeah. And we're going to catch up. And there's an event coolly coming up September in New York City. We need to talk about it to make sure our listeners know yeah. what's going on. So. Yeah, absolutely, brother. Hey, listen, um, ladies and gentlemen, ProKid. Don't forget ProKid. You know about ProKid? Broken, yeah. Ah, uh, man, we lost uh, um, a young, uh, young, aspiring peace. musician Bro. from South Africa, Pro Kid. Uh, we played yeah. some of his music in this show, and uh, honestly speaking, that kid, I have so much respect and admiration for his music. 
Um, and uh, you know what? To have people like that, man, in your life and to be part of molding you as a young man mm. uh, with their music, with their talent, with their everything, uh, with their politics, many yeah. social issues, it makes you think that, man, I lived my best life. I actually lived in the yeah. right times because yeah. we don't know what's coming. So we got to appreciate the now. The now is very important to us. So anyway, talking about yeah, rest in peace to pro. Talking about, um, I just want to go back to one thing, Ndate, because we're gonna be getting our guest in like five minutes. I want right. to ask you what you think about how things can uh, turn from being a great, uh, I mean, being a great event or being a great situation to mm-hmm. be like totally like. Um, a media grabbing situation to be like uh, people are talking about it negatively okay mm. losing aretha franklin was something else you know yeah but yeah. watching the funeral and then there is this pastor of which he put his <laughs> arm around and i saw his <laughs> long fingers i saw his long fingers you know you know what as a man i'm gonna say i've done that once with my lady oh, 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 i know oh, oh, i've done not in public though. I'm trying to explain. so you I'm are trying, safe you will not get arrested absolutely i'm trying to explain something that whenever a man is gonna move those two little fingers mm. move them up you are actually asking for something i know to me and you we have women at home so sometimes yeah. when you're trying to get some 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 leave that yep. alone but mm-hmm. anyway you move your hands certain way this guy they man he's a pastor way. you know he's expected to be the leader of the public and he turned around yeah. and he totally totally like sexually harassed her in front of us people google the picture i don't know what's the name of the pastor i can look him up yeah you know so in that situation again i think we don't want to take away from aretha franklin and the beautiful ceremony because even some people said oh you know even jesus didn't have such a (laughs) even jesus didn't have such a flamboyant wedding and then somebody said jesus knew he was waking up in, in three days so he didn't need a flamboyant wedding which i think was great stuff but um there's so many to go with that because some people are blaming ariana grande say she wore the wrong outfit my goodness let the woman wear whatever outfit she wants to wear and then some obviously are saying the pastor was a pervert by doing what he did um i want can i say his name though please please do his name is bishop charles h ellis the third the third yeah i wonder what the se- i wonder what the first and second <laughs> of his actions um that's <laughs> i'm just wondering coolie here's my thing brother just like you said we know those fingers and how those fingers can move sometimes do not tell me about the little speckle in my eye when you have a big old piece of log on your eye so the way i see it is he made a mistake in front of the world there are screen gaps there are pictures of it he will forever live with that moment but before we spend all this time judging him and saying he's a man of God and he's done this, hey, we also have our things to forgive on. And the man was smitten by Ariana Grande. We don't know how, you don't know how you would act if you were in front of Ariana Grande. He just happened to be in front of the whole world. <laughs> that uh, yeah, you know what? I think I think I think he was caught in the moment. But you know what? I saw a picture of Bill Clinton too. Uh, looking ah. at Ariana Grande. That's Man, my point. My goodness. That's my point. My goodness. You saw that I, guy's eyes? They were I, like, they were actually, the old school G. They, they, Let's they not were, forget that. Yeah, 
he had that <laughs> smack in the face his eyes just gazing i could easily point out a heart shape in his pupil I'm telling you. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, the queen though made uh, an exit for sure, man. And Aretha Franklin went through a lot of stuff in life. So as we talk about um, getting the land back, as we talk about history and what it means for the future today with Brother Mbele, keep in mind that, you know, sisters like Aretha Franklin didn't just start singing with this beautiful voice. It comes from somewhere. She comes from the church. Um, Aretha Franklin had a kid, I think at 12 years old, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong on the age. You know what? Very young. I, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, brother. Not that I'm going to go negatively, but I want to mm. say something. You know, when they say in our language, you know this, when they say, umfundis agamzal, umfundis. You know, yeah, a pastor I, I doesn't raise another pastor. Yep. I, mm-hmm. Aretha Franklin, um, uh, her father was a pastor, a very known pastor in Detroit. Yeah. Yep. And um, the funny thing is that you wouldn't expect her to have a, a child that young being raised in the church in by a very house. respectable man. But yeah. another thing, too, that I respect about Aretha, I know we are almost out of this and we're going to get Brandon mm-hmm. Berlin. But another thing that I respect about, about her is that when she first started in music, mm. she didn't like what she was actually doing. Mm. She flipped it around and she started singing exactly what she wanted to sing. Yes, you know, the birth, the birth. Not the cookie cutter stuff. Exactly. The birth mm-hmm. of like, um, who's the guy? When a man loves a woman. Uh, uh, oh, not Otis, is it? No, it's not Otis writing. It's, no. um, I know you're talking about. Okay, though, yep. but anyway, Percy Slage. Percy Slage. Percy Slage, thank you. Yes, yes, yes. All that music was church orientated. So what Aretha did before the soul music was born, she mm-hmm. actually take the two worlds which were far apart. One was a funk music and one was church music. Brought it together and made this beautiful music, man. And, and we here we are, decades it. later, still appreciating it. I can dance with my children to some uh, R-E-S-P-C-T and spelling the name wrong, don't judge me. Uh, but uh, what I can tell you is, I don't know if 30 years from now I'll be talking about 6 9 the rapper uh, and so and so forth. So hey, that's just my opinion, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, take it as you may. But uh, I hope you've had a beautiful summer, people. Thank you for, for always tuning in with us, whether you listen today, whether you listen three days from now, or if it's three months from now. We appreciate your support. And uh, let us know what you love on the show, what you'd love to hear more of. Um, but today, we certainly are going to be blessed with some words of wisdom by a brother who's going to tell us, you know, how long has he been in, in, uh, in the States for? And what are his thoughts on all the things taking place back home? I know I have questions. When I talk to family members who are telling me, hey, dad, uh, I need to do 2,000 rand in virtual because we have to fill out a form to get the land. I'm, and I'm thinking, where is this money going? So I have, I have some questions myself, right? Of, yeah, of abso- who, absolutely. Who's, who's robbing who? Because sometimes, Kuli, when freedom comes, when opportunities come, the bad guys see an opportunity and then they make money from that situation. Absolutely, right? brother. Absolutely. Let's bring Brother Mbele in. Uh, brother sure. Rudy Mbele. Yes, sir. Tubula, 
Ladies and gentlemen, this is Kuli and Dante. Uh, yes, brother, sir. man, I'm just trying to get hold. We're having some small difficulties. Uh, Not a problem. Uh, We're in the building. I'm trying to get hold of him. Uh, just while I'm trying to get hold of him and Dante, what else did you want to talk about, brother, while we're waiting for this gentleman? Well, you know, Kuli, it's, um, it's interesting when we think of diaspora. What is the show made of? We, we, t- we decided last year we had a pretty good success. 
as we introduced uh, uh, our platform and, and started uh, having a show based on South African and celebrities. And, and we, we had a lot of success around comedians, musicians, um, lots more comedians and musicians and actors and actresses. This year, we decided to go uh, diaspora. And I, I will be the first to admit, um, which is another lesson, admit when you don't know things. I was not familiar with the term diaspora. Shout out to my brother, my mentor, um, Umatin Vilagazi, um, who's a director in South Africa in the radio platform. He introduced me to this term. And it is so ironic that ever since he told me this term, I hear it more often than not. I've heard it um, used in uh, in describing our fellow um, our Latino brothers that move over to um, uh, America. Uh, I've heard it used in even in Europe, in the sense of uh, those who move and migrate to the uh, to the Europe uh, area of the world. And it is diaspora. It basically means you have left your country of origin and you have went somewhere else to go settle and raise a family and probably generations of family. What does that mean? It means that you, number one, give yourself credit. Uh, for our listeners who are listening in today, whatever job you're working, whatever hustle you have on the side, whatever frustration you feel about goals that you've set for yourself and maybe you have or you haven't accomplished them, give yourself credit, Bafetu. Uh, it is not easy to make it in another country. We struggle making it in our countries of origin. How much more when you move into a totally different country, different cultures, different ways of doing things, and then still be able to succeed. So the fact if you are still holding a job, if you are looking for jobs and you haven't found one, that means you have a resume. Um, that is perseverance. That is you getting through. Give yourself credit. Don't give up on yourself. Remove some of the toxic crap that gets in the way. Um, diaspora probably wouldn't be good for us if we all move somewhere and then decided to just not improve, right? Decided to bring the same maybe uh, stalling habits that might have grabbed our attention in our own countries of origin, whether that be we party too much, whether that may be we gossip too much or we don't support each other. You now have a new opportunity. Um, and say what you may about whatever country you go to, America. I saw somebody say, where's the American dream? Where's my white picket fence? Ah, that's a great question. Not everybody has a white picket fence. But my goodness, you have an opportunity to make a couple of dollars and slowly build yourself a white picket fence. Um, will it take uh, overnight success? No. Sometimes it may take a little bit longer than that. So I, I urge you, wherever you are, whoever you are, and whatever it is that you do for a living, Find pride in what you do. Damn it, if you clean toilets for the living, be the best toilet cleaner in the world. Use a toothbrush, an old toothbrush, and get in those little nooks and crooks and clean it. So that when somebody evaluates your work, they will say, if he could clean a toilet like this, with no shame, taking pride in it and making his money, and he's also got maybe an ability, or he or she rather, has an ability to learn and learn on the job, Maybe I give him an opportunity. So that's one is take pride in what you're doing. Number two, and by the way, we're still working on getting Brother Bella. So thank you for bearing with us yeah. as we uh, we uh, work on those difficulties. Uh, Number two, uh, yes, sorry, Cody. Daddy, sorry to disturb you, brother. I no. just need to. I just need to from our technical difficulties that we have. Uh, mm. I'm just gonna say, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna actually uh, just play this one song. And then that, right. that we will be right back. And I want you to hold that thought. And then yeah. when we're coming back, what we're going to do, we're going to have Brother Mbele on, okay? Fantastic. Beautiful, baby. Holloway Show Live. And we are back just like we never left. 
and thank you very much for being with us as we continue with those sounds in the background we told you earlier on we had the national anthem in the background so now we are fortunate and very lucky on this beautiful sunday morning to be joined by brother rudy mpele we were just getting a chance to see introduce uh, right before we got live on air and again Siakbonga, we thank you very much for joining us today and giving us some of your time and uh, hopefully we can soak up some of your wisdom and spread it all over to our listeners as well that's great that's yes great. indeed indeed um so for our listeners who are just tuning in first time they are hearing the name Rudin Bella um if we may just give you the platform to just share a little bit about um, yourself, uh, what you feel comfortable in just sharing, how, and, and obviously the show is based on African diaspora. Um, a little background about yourself as to here you are in the States, what it is that brought you over here, and something that hopefully our listeners can take away um, and apply to their own lives. Tell us a little bit more about yourself, Brother Mbello, please. Well, uh, Rudy Mbello was born in Soweto, Johannesburg, and uh, I came to the United States in 1981. Um, politics really forced me to come over. Um, I was one of the leaders of the uprising in 1976, so that mm. forced me to come over because uh, the environment at the time was not okay. Most of my friends um, were killed by the system. So I came in 1981 mm. and uh, went to the City University of New York, got two degrees there. And um, I never forgot uh, to to engage in my two favorite uh, hobbies, like mm. soccer and music, because I played professional soccer in South Africa for for many teams uh, before coming over here. Oh, okay. And when I was here to play uh, for was played in the Spanish league, coached some um, university teams, won some awards. At the same time, you know, I never stopped uh, uh, writing songs. Mm. The one which uh, sticks out is Celebration in the Motherland in 2010, which was for the World Cup 2010, the World World Cup, Cup, yep. mm-hmm. which was uh, a stage in South Africa. And uh, it, 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 it got nominated by the Summer Awards, South African Music Association Awards, Oh, together wow. with that one of uh, Shakira. Um, I just finished the second album now, entitled Sweet Soweto, and I have songs like Brother, uh, a song which uh, encourages people to get together and love one another. And it just jumped to number 20 in the top 50 in Australia. Congratulations. So, uh, I can go on and on. Yeah. yeah, you've got accolades after accolades, my brother. Mm. And, and, and no, thank you. And, you know, as I'm listening, and thank you for, you know, we do it a lot here in America when people have served their country and they're coming back and we say thank you for your service. So I think it's only appropriate for me as a young South African who is based this side to say thank you uh, and to the fellow comrades that uh, sacrificed a lot. Uh, in the 70s and the 80s so that I could have this platform that I now have with my children yes. and, and my family. That so was thank the idea, that was the objective, no. to make a better life for, for, the, uh, for the next generation, your generation. Yes, yes. No, we thank you. Now, with that said, though, you know, the way that you came to the U.S., 
and your commitment to not losing touch of what what South Africa meant to you. You spoke of your two favorite hobbies, which were uh, which obviously are talents and gifts, and you've turned them into uh, careers as well: soccer and music. So you stayed in tune with that, and also you've kept in you've kept very much in the know about what is happening in your own country and try to ap- apply it to everyday living. The big difference, though, with how you and some of the fellow comrades came here in the eighties and us now is. You almost didn't have a choice. You were trying to get somewhere, you know, because of political th- situations back home. Nowadays, especially in the last five to ten years, people are coming here by choice and they are coming here not, you know, not probably in desperation of I need to make this work. And I yes. feel like because of that, there's a lack maybe of sense of urgency about how 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 to work hard and how to continue doing exactly what you did, which is pave the way for the next generation. So I guess my question is, and I'm putting the responsibility on us, is what should we be doing? Just because we didn't come in an exile situation and we came and, and how could we avoid the party syndrome and actually do something that better prepares our next generation of diaspora that will be coming to the U.S. or whatever other country? Yeah, and that uh, our generation were conscientized when we were growing up uh, in South Africa in different townships. So we we had a goal that we Mm -hmm. have to liberate the country. And when we came over here, we were like one family. PAC members and ANC members did things together Mm -hmm. because we knew what we were fighting for. So it's sad to see some of our young ones just spending so many hours partying mm. without improving themselves. Mm. Because most of us, you know, we, there were scholarships um, by the United Nations which help us to go to school. You know, different countries that yeah. uh, uh, donated some funds uh, to that uh, scholarship fund. So we, it was conscientization of, of the youth in South Africa which led to 1976. So uh, fast forward, um, even if uh, people are just coming here in this country just, just to, uh, nothing which is pushing them, like it was uh, the case with us uh, mm-hmm. uh, in the 70s and 80s. But when you come here, try to find your calling. Try, try to improve yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, spend very little in partying, but study. Because when you study, um, your mind will be nourished, mm. and you'll be help, uh, able to, to, to help your own people. For an example, uh, the past, um, I'd say, 30 years, I created a company called Afrozania Productions. And what is it called again? That, so, sorry, I want to make uh, sure our listeners get that. Afrozania, you said? Yeah, productions. It's okay. on social media, the history. I, I registered it in 1980, 1988. Mm. Through that, I brought so many uh, gospel uh, choirs uh, and some students who came here to, to study. Mm. Uh, I brought uh, Sueto Teachers Choir, which was big in the, in the 80s. Mm. Uh, Junior Mambazo, the ch- children of uh, Lady Smith. Smith mm. uh, I brought even Brenda Farsi way back in the wow, in, so the, in the eighties, <laughs> mm. and me and Dumandov were, were responsible to hook up uh, Paul Simon and uh, Lady Smith Mambazo, and as you know, the rest 
is history. history. You know, it's that, history. That, yeah. That that collaboration till this you know, day. Till this yeah, day. they sold more than 10 million copies around the world, and uh, it really opened up, you know, the horizon for South African and African artists. So I can go on and on as it is now. I'm halfway with my autobiography, which will spell out, you know, my history, uh, mm. what I did in the past. Because I have even students which are brought in the 80s and 90s. Uh, presently, they are lawyers, they are medical practitioners, they are plumbers, they are everything. Eesh. And right now, um, uh, the, the, I used to teach at uh, NYU, New York University, it's one of the top universities in, in the world here mm -hmm. in New York City. So uh, I think uh, three weeks ago they, they announced that uh, uh, their medical students uh, won't pay tuition now, it is going to be free. So I'll be meeting the president to see if I can uh, get get um, a code for my South African students who are interested uh, in studying medicine. That is so there are a lot of that things I'm doing on our, on our own without making noise, you know. Mm. So, um, yeah, that, that's what I've been doing uh, that day. I appreciate that. And I, I'm one who always likes to uh, listen carefully and take advantage of opportunities because what I've just heard is there's an opportunity for our listeners or your families and friends, those who might be interested in the medical field, you had this here first, that is now a possibility that you can get some schooling and it would not be at your expense. Uh, you would just invest the time. So please, if it is something that is of interest to you, you are interested in the medical field or have some type of interest, we'll share Brother Mbella's uh, social media platforms and how you can contact yes. him. But I would say these are the opportunities that we miss out on because if you had shared Uguti, there is a big vibe happening next weekend all of a sudden people will be calling you but now we're saying there's a vibe happening in the books medical yes. let's get studying we need people to gather around that so i i hope you didn't mind that i would pause there just for a second to say no no problem and and another thing to add again before i forget you know as a, a former professional soccer player you know I got soccer scholarships uh, early in the 80s at City University of New York. So I played soccer uh, for almost uh, six years for colleges when I was doing my, my uh, two degrees. Mm -hmm. And um, what I'm planning now to do is to bring the best soccer players, about 25 of them, and then allow them I have a deal with New York Cosmos where they can play if they like one of them, one or two, they can sign them. And another thing, there'll be about five colleges, like Rutgers University, uh, Columbia, and others, North Carolina. Their coaches will come and check those games. They, 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 they're going to play four games. That is uh, April, next April. They'll mm. be here for two weeks. So coaches who love them, they can uh, give them scholarships. And then, you know, four years without paying anything, boarding and lodging, they pay, wow. they pay everything. So wow. that's what I'm at. I was in South Africa, um, November and December. So uh, um, I spotted some kids, which I'm going to bring really great players. Yeah. So you're listening to, you're listening to, you're listening to Bunny Radio.
Maluma, uh, this is Kuli over here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so sorry to just cut in like that. Uh, I just wanted to let everybody know I am actually part of the show. I'm here too. It's just that <laughs> since I'm playing, oh, okay. I'm playing a host, right. and uh, also I'm playing. Uh, what do you call? Uh, I, I'm actually also being a producer. So, <laughs> so sometimes I'm happy for you, man. I'm very proud of you. Uh, thank you. Know, you. The young people from South Africa doing something. Absolutely, doing something my lord. And I hope it will grow. I will help you with connections too, so that uh, you, you see know, that's what I'm talking about, my lord. To expand. Absolutely, Malume. That. that would be actually awesome. And me and Dade and the rest of the crew, we really appreciate that. And thank you so much for deciding to join us today. And I know that we already lost a lot of time and there's so many things to cover about you. I even uh, told Dade, I said, you know what, Malume has a lot of things to do. This is just not mm. any Rudimpele. This is a lot of Rudimpele, you know. There's so many Rudimpeles we got to get each and every day to just make our content easier <laughs> to digest. Yeah. So yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to have you in a lot more shows. But I just want to cut in here because you were talking about all these uh, things that you'll be up and doing that I want to just uh, let you know that Malume, we would really love to have you in uh, September 22nd up in uh, Fort Washington Park over in New York City where you can come in and join in with the rest of everybody where we can celebrate culture and have you there to talk to our young ones, to us and make us be united and work hard and try to build what you guys already started. And uh, mm-hmm. that would be really, really appreciable. No, not your And another thing before I forgot, you spoke about uh, Lady Smith Ketogu's album, the album uh, which I just produced for them. When are we going to deal with that? Absolutely, Malume. That's another thing we need to actually, uh, that's why I was saying that the time is killing us because we only have like okay. 15, 20 okay. minutes. Okay. I, I said that there is so many rudies in Pele. So today, I want to just, because I promised the listeners that uh, the thing that uh, started uh, uh, a lot of chaos in our side as Africa diaspora was what was said by Tucker Carlson. And I said, I want to bring you for that. And then we'll bring you for the music. We'll bring you for the soccer. We're going to bring you for everything because you are everything, as, as, you, as I just said. But Malume, before you cut in, I just want to play for the listeners a clip from Fox News uh, by Tucker Carlson. This made Malume mad. Rudin Pellet became the politician when he heard this. Ladies and gentlemen, just hear this clip from Tucker Carlson. We've got an exclusive investigation for you tonight. The president of South Africa, Cyril Ramaphosa, has begun, and you may have seen this in the press, seizing land from his own citizens without compensation because they are the wrong skin color. That is literally the definition of racism. Racism is what our elites say they dislike most. Donald Trump is a racist, they say, but they paid no attention to this at all. In fact, Ramaphosa is one of Barack Obama's favorite leaders in the world. In a speech just a few weeks ago, Obama praised him. He praised the racist government of South Africa and Ramaphosa by name for, quote, inspiring hope throughout the country. Does our current bureaucratic elite agree with that? Apparently they do. We called over to the State Department for comment on South Africa's land seizures, seizures which should be getting worldwide attention because they are immoral but are getting basically none. And the State Department replied with what is honestly an unbelievable statement. We're going to quote it for you at length. Here it is, quote, We are aware of these reports and have been following this issue very closely for some time. 
South Africa is a strong democracy with resilient institutions, including a free press and an independent judiciary. South Africans are grappling with the difficult issue of land reform through an open process, including public hearings, broad-based consultations, and active civil society engagement. President Ramaphosa has pledged that the land reform process will follow the rule of law and its implementation will not adversely affect economic growth, agricultural production, or food security. And Ladies and gentlemen, this is Tucker Carlson from the Fox News. I just had to play that clip. It's a long clip, but the most important part of it, you hear it very well. And that, uh, yeah, yeah. That's where a lot of Africa diaspora went loose. One of them was the one important one we have on the phone right now, Rudy Mbele. Baba, what is your take on this? Well, um, uh, Tucker Carlson has no clue about the South African situation or the country, how, we ru- how South Africa is run. And, um, and President Donald Trump uh, always listened to what he's saying. That's why he issued uh, a statement uh, that uh, the foreign minister, uh, Pompey, has to look into, the, into that uh, issue because South Africans, white South Africans are being killed left and right. That's why I responded. You saw the, my response that th- there's nothing like that. It's a big, fat lie. South African mm. blacks never retaliated. Even when um, uh, Nelson Mandela took over in 1994, they mm. didn't kill uh, whites en masse. Mm. And when uh, Chris Harney died, mm. the most uh, popular leader after Nelson Mandela at that time, they never killed whites. Mm. So why must they do it now? So it's just a pro- propaganda by this uh, right-wing Afri Forum. So they they find they found a, a fertile ground here mm. with these uh, uh, right-wingers and neo-Nazis. So that's why this issue has been blown out of proportion. Can I can I ask, Brother better? Do you do you think? Because I agree with you, they need to educate themselves much much more. Um, Obviously, we had our truth and reconciliation when really Mkonto Esiza was ready to say, we'll go to battle. But Utata came out and said, no, arms down, let's seek peace. So they truly don't understand some of the history they can investigate. But when I look at the timing of that statement by Donald Trump, which was um, um, Pompeo needs to look into this situation, it was right in the midst of him being under heat for a lot of things. Do you think this was carelessness? mixed in with that he knows if he sends out a message that promotes some type of racism on the other end saying that black people are now racist um or or in africa in general do you think that was done by design or was it really just a callous mistake not callous mistake but callousness on using a, a situation that is somewhat there because there is a talk about how do we get land to its rightful owners so what do you think about that part that is really just trump taking statements that he's not fully informed about and he does this all the time and then using the the platform and free marketing and, and, and that he has in Fox or is it really something that he planned on let me get the the, the right wingers on on my side on this one well it was done by design he knows better he has uh, 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 companies uh, in South Africa they've never been bent down. Mm. You know, he made millions of dollars in South Africa. He he knows exactly. But the problem is, uh, this Russian thing, collaboration, mm. 
it's making him go crazy. So he's trying to divert the, the attention. Yes. Uh, that's why tomorrow it, it, it's North Korea. The other day it's uh, NAFTA. So he, he's just fumbling. He, 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 he's grappling uh, at straws, so to speak. Mm. So he wants to find something which will, you know, Take people that attention can, can away. Just, yeah, people can just concentrate on that. When he, when they're done with that, then he comes up with with another thing, like this South African land issue. He knows better. He knows it's not yeah, that uh-huh. dumb. But he knows that uh, lots of people, you know, it will clog the news. And then his hope is just to take away this uh, Russian thing. I mean, he has already uh, issued some warnings. That about violence, be, yeah, that is gonna there's gonna be violence um, if if they lose uh, in, you in know, this midterm thing yeah. on in November. So he is just grappling at straws. And it's unfortunate because you know people won't take the time to actually research. They will see a headline, and I had people at my company where I work, and I live in New Hampshire. Obviously, geographically, it's a it's a more of a, a Caucasian population, but people who know I'm from South Africa and saying, wait, did you know about this, that people are getting killed for their land? And my simple question for them is just like anything else, your kids may come and may come and ask you, go research it, go look up the facts, go past the, the headline and the statement that just speaks of farmers being killed, white farmers being killed. And when you look at it, I actually had somebody at work who spoke of this and said, how can you say land in Africa. You could never go to China and say Chinese folks uh, are killing other people to try to take their land back. It was their land to begin with. So if you really peel back things, the the statement and the release of it is filled with uh, so much non-factual information. But I do have a personal question for you, though, Brother Mbele, as we speak of this. And I asked Cooley this earlier. How do I, somebody who's been in the States for all these years, and I still go back home and visit um, and spend time with my family and so forth and trying to really uh, ingrain myself in the in, in the uh, community. But what is my responsibility to help, let's say, my mother, who's a little bit older, uh, may not have as much resources, especially data issues back home and access of Wi-Fi and so forth. How can I help make sure she's not being taken advantage of as people start coming and say, hey, you used to work uh, a Langa newspaper or you used to work for NSL. So there may be some, you know, repercussion things for you that you need to fill out a form and there may be some money due to you. You know, I get skittish sometimes because people do take advantage of, of uh, 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 the elder generation on some of these things where it's money. There's going to be money put out there. What are some things that we can do, us that live this side, that have parents back home who may still need some help in making sure they're taking the right steps to get the land back or whatever money was owed to them? Well, that's a tough one because, um, you know, some of our parents were never at school Mm -hmm. and uh, they they don't understand these intricacies Mm. of of the land issue. you know, I can say the first thing is to is to have a lawyer at home, somebody you trust, mm-hmm. somebody you can entrust with your, your 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 things at home, to be in charge to help the old lady mm-hmm. about everything. Uh, you know, you'll need some some who can pay something uh, towards that, but you need a guardian, somebody guardian. who's gonna who's gonna you know look after your 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 family. 
after your assets because all people I see in, in my hometown Soweto, some of them are losing their houses. Eish. You see, um, I mean, you know, lady who's like 95 years old, losing her house, even their, their kids, grandkids, yeah. Yeah. selling those lands, I mean, those, 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 those houses, because yeah. they know how to, to organize and get, get a, a title deed. Mm. So you've got to find somebody who's going to take care of that uh, situation across the board. Absolutely. No, thank you. That, that makes total sense. Makes yes, total sense. Yes. Malum, uh, just coming into over here because um, I, I mean, I'm enjoying the conversation and I'm trying to do all this other stuff here. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry <laughs> to hear you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, no, I'm still here. But um, I'm to just ask a very good question because I've been wondering about that too, about just uh, people being given wrong information. It's easy to spread fa- fake news. I mean, uh, fake. Coolie, I can hardly hear you. Oh, okay. Can you hear me now, Malume? A little bit better. Okay, all right. So I'm just saying, like, Ndade asked a very good question about what might be happening to uh, uh, to some of uh, the things that are going on at home. Uh, I, I always say it's Fox News, but it's fake news that has been all over social media. Um, and uh, there's a lot of things that is going on that people just get misinformed about. One of the other things that my parents called me about this week was... Uh, we saw something that uh, the United States was sending troops back at home uh, to defend against uh, the Boris, uh, to keep defend... Uh, um, to defend uh, the farmers. Exactly, to yeah. defend the farmers. Yeah, put that it that day, why don't you give him uh, your... your yeah, no problem. I'll, I'll clarify the question. So ultimately, the, the, one of the latest things that we've heard is that we there's go you know the US army or, or or there will be some 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 presence in South Africa of the US army to protect the farmers so you can only imagine ukuli saying you know he, his mom muganongoma limited information at times maybe it's coming in spurts what do we do in those cases because even Nati, we don't know if possibly will they send military presence in South Africa and if they did what does that mean do we now turn into possibly Iraq and and you know, get things seized all based on non-factual information that farmers are being killed. Have you heard anything about that? No, not necessarily. But one, one thing I know, um, remember the the Iraqi war. Yes. A lot of uh, propaganda, you know, was spread around that Saddam Hussein had weapons had, of uh, mass destruction. Yeah. Mass, weapons of mass destruction. So many people were killed, including South Africa. I mean, uh, American soldiers, mm-hmm. and there was nothing like that. So they always create something to have a reason of, of attacking that particular country. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 uh, I don't know. The government is, is going to allow that. That would be very stupid. You don't allow foreign forces to come and guard your own people. Mm. Because those South African whites are, are South African, so yeah. it's, it's like uh, bring them condolences to take care uh, 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 to to guard African Americans here. So <laughs> it wouldn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, you know. Um, I, but I didn't uh, encounter that uh, that thing that uh, they, they are planning to do that. But in general, they've done it across the planet, across the world. Yeah. 
has been done. How, how about how about Israel? I don't know if you can hear me, Maluma, but how about Israel? Because I hear that Israel is sending troops uh, to train the farmers. Israel is sending uh, troops to train them, and there's so many. That's the thing, you know. I, I, that one I did not hear. Um, they, they, they repeat that again. That uh, yeah, Israel is sending troops to prepare the farmers to to help train the farmers and get them armed. Um, well, Israel has always uh, worked with uh, the previous apartheid regi- regi- regime. regime. Yeah. Um, the, in fact, uh, the the nuclear weapons which South Africa had. In fact, they had about 24 nuclear warheads. Mm-hmm. They were helped by, by, by Israelites Ish. or Israelis. Yeah. So they are continuing with, with what they've been doing all these years. It's, a, it, it, it's not a surprise. It's yeah, a surprise. that's true. No, and, and so much to talk about. But, uh, you know, I go back to the fact that I'm I'm amazed, uh, you know, 1981, you started off the show by telling us that you've been here since 1981. And I think about how much has changed since then. You know, back then, we couldn't do what we're doing right now. I have three people in three different locations talking to each other at the same time. Uh, when you had to contact people in South Africa, I, you know, the phone bill must have been skyrocketing. And now we have ways to talk to our family back home in a moment's notice. Um, what is the biggest change that you see, uh, positive change, that really we should be leveraging as any any diaspora nation, but for us particularly as Africans who have moved here, what do you think is one thing that you're like, my goodness, if I had this in 1980-something, I could have, my work and my dedication to helping build a better future would have been accelerated. What should we be looking out for that we are blessed with now, whether it be technology or whatever it is? Well, technology has done wonders for humankind around the world. And uh, South Africans, they, especially the young ones, they have to get into, into technology, you know, mm. uh, creating new, new products. Like in Kenya, you know, they're doing well. Another one has is, is, is created a car. And yeah. a different um, um, phone, uh, phone connections, which is mm-hmm. based right in, uh, in, uh, in, in Nairobi, in Kenya. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of things. It's just for us, especially the young ones, to think out of the box. Yeah. All the things I've done here, I came here when I was 22. You know, all the things I've done here, I just thought out of the box. And some of the people, my own South Africans, kept on saying, ah, it's not going to work. Blah blah, you know that's another hindrance. People, it doesn't mean because they fail, then you're gonna fail. That is true. Most of our people have that problem. I remember before I came over here, I said, "No, I'm leaving this country. There's no way I can do the things I'm supposed to do, and even my my life is in danger." Mm. They say, hey, we are Puasban, Mkuluaka Gaza, I in New York, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I was in South Africa um, uh, December and November. So they are, they are, they are perplexed. We are still alive. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? So, you know, some of them think things are impossible. You know, like what Mandela I uh, used to say that uh, some things, you know, look impossible until they are done. Until they are done, yeah. Yeah, look at it now, like you've mentioned, you know, with the social media. Things are so easy. We communicate easy with our parents now. 
And uh, you, you, the young ones, South African young ones, are not aware that South Africa got the TV was introduced late 70s, around, uh, I think, 76, 77. We had no TV. The whole world uh, had TV. And we didn't. We didn't have that. Yeah. We didn't have um, uh, a radio of our own. You couldn't go and buy a radio. There were, there were radios which were put by the municipality in each and every house. Today it's Zulu, tomorrow it's, it's, mm. it's Sutu. The only button you could, you could use was the volume. Volume up, volume <laughs> down. That's it. Talk about controlling society, huh? Jeez. Yeah, so, so we, we've come a long way here, that no we have and my brother we could spend all day talking to you but the beautiful thing is we can always save some for the next show we surely hope you'll be you'll be joining us again and please say, share some of the important platforms that folks can reach you on if they have questions and i hope folks feel inspired you know i don't even care if we solo groove too much if you somehow catch this show it's not yeah. too late to put the nonsense down, man. To social media, yes, it's good to go to Kombi, say your beautiful outfit. But at the same time, use it to earn an income. Use it to spread something positive. There and le are. leverage it for, for the good that it can be. Because we know in the world there's negatives and positives. So whatever yes. it is that we're looking at, there's something good, there's something negative out of it. But please, Brother Mbella, share some of the uh, platforms that folks can reach you on, whether it's social media or just any contact information. Yeah, Facebook. Just go to Facebook. Uh, Rudy Mbele, you're going to find me there. Uh, if you want to send an email, uh, Rudy Mbele at yahoo.com, I'm right there. Uh, uh, Twitter, Rudy Marabi, because one of my jazz records is called Marabi. Uh, you'll find me there. You just you Google me. Yeah, if you Google me, you'll find all this uh, information, phone numbers, you know, websites and all that. And only to think, just 20 plus years ago, we would have been saying, go to your telephone directory and uh -huh. then open it and then go to that. Yeah. But now it's it's much better. We thank you so kindly, my brother. And again, we, we hope next time we can talk music. We can talk, uh, oh, Paul Simon. Those are legendary things you have done. I still yes. can feel yes. the videotape watching it, the dancer, and then it's amazing. And I show it to my kids now and I tell them proudly you know th this is these are my fellow countrymen these are your father countrymen yes. so today i had the honor to talk to somebody who had a, a great hand in that so thank you all right so we'll be in touch thanks a lot you're doing a great job i'm very proud of you thank you so much Malou. coming from you we are humbled and inspired thank, thank you very much sir yes see you some other time okay absolutely thank you so much Malou, man that was rudy Mpele, ladies and gentlemen me and tata we had that blast and that uh, that was that well, was, how uh, about that boy i feel blessed man i feel motivated um i'm not gonna lie to you my morning was a little tough after church uh you know this parenting thing can be tough but right now i i, I know uh my purpose um yeah. I, you know i was excited about today's uh, and that is motivational notes positive notes but forget the positive notes if you take anything Brother Bella came here at 22 years old in the no, 80s. No, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. You, I already cued the music, baby. You got to go in on that positive. Even just I three minutes. Even just three minutes, man. Ready, let, you let, never have to You know ready. what? Uh, you know, let, let, let me see if I can get that music queued up and that. Because that's one thing that I've been missing myself. Uh, is that uh, it, when, when you come in on that positive note, man, it just kind of fuel me for the next show it fuels me for the next job it fuels me for what i'm gonna have to do next come on take off and today
Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen. It is Ndatengala. My middle name is Rabrogo, which means like to sleep a lot. But guess what I did? And I bring that up for a reason. Full name is Ndate Rabrogo Ngala. Rabrogo is a Sutu name, Sutu word that means like to sleep a lot. Um, I found myself living up to that at some points in my younger life. I liked to sleep. I slept um, to a fault at times. And I flipped the script on my own name, started thinking of myself as Ratsuha. So instead of Rabrogo, meaning love to sleep, I love to be awake. The kids nowadays call it woke. So I've been woke before you know woke was. But the reason I bring that up, people, is speak things into existence. Speak things into existence. That is my motivational note for today. Your life is partially what it is destined to be, but partially what you will claim it to be and what you will speak it to be. Don't allow us others, uh, whether it be friends, at most times even family, speak negatively about you. That one's a drunkard. Don't accept it, even if you are drunk at that very moment, because what they are doing is they are telling you that you will be stuck in that. That is how you are defined. If they say he's lazy, she's lazy, they never get a job. Don't accept it. Speak things into existence. At this very moment, you can cut all those losses. I can be better than this. If you have been doing well for the last five years, trust me, it's not the end. You can do better. Today's service at church talked about the statement i did my best if you are saying you did your best that means you have no no more to do you are finished do better than best give it your all continue to seek better speak things into existence so what i speak into everybody who's listening show today is i speak greatness you are great you were made to be great you are not uh, a mistake you are here on purpose and to find out that purpose you have to speak things into existence speak them into your mind speak them into your heart speak them into every step if your goal is to do 10 push-ups by the end of this week speak it into existence and do it if it is to make a certain amount of money by the end of this year speak it into existence and then do it but do i pray for you i love y'all i'm not perfect one thing i know is i'm gonna keep speaking existence in my life and that is positivity and i spoke about doing a show and being on radio someday and guess what i've been blessed to have this platform i'm blessed to have your two ears listening to this young fella mm. from imlazga w now living in new hampshire God. thank you so much ladies and gentlemen we love y'all on my way show my brother cooley god bless thank you so much ladies and gentlemen check us out on twitter and instagram umbani radio umbani and uh, you can also check us on, on Facebook. Home Away Show, which no space between home and away. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Appreciate you, Ntate. Thank you, brother. Make sure you check out Umbani Radio Podcasts on TuneIn, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music.